0: Welcome to Disaffected. I'm Joshua Slocum, and this is the show where we talk about politics, culture, and relationships through a psychological lens. And we have today a returning guest, ladies and gentlemen, Miss George Samarippa. Miss. I said miss. <laughs> I <know. laughs> God damn it. This is the
1: first thing I thought of. It's just so funny. <laughs>
2: We're Ten coming to dot. you
0: from a boring and undisclosed Discord server. Right. Um, <laughs> and we have some things to talk about today. Um from George's life. But before that, we have we need to we need to get through some bullshit. Are you are you ready, George, to offer commentary on current events in politics?
1: Oh, I am. I'm so ready. Okay. I'm so ready. For You're you. so
0: ready for me. Okay. <laughs> So here's what's going on. In Muncie, Indiana, there is a city councilman named Ryan Webb. Ryan Webb has decided, I think just as of yesterday or the day before, uh, that he's now Mrs. Ryan Webb <laughs> because he's transitioned. And I here's what I think is going on. I can't confirm that this is what's going on. This is what I think is going on. He's made uh, comments before as a city council member of the Muncie, Indiana City Council about the ridiculousness of trans going too far. And I think he's he's taken the piss here and he's making them he's doing what Matt Walsh, what Matt Walsh recommends that people do, which is you make them live by their own rules. Right. So if they say you have to immediately and automatically accept anyone's assertion of identity, and that is what they say, immediate and automatic, you may not be skeptical, then they must live by those rules as well. But they are not living by those rules. It's very interesting. Let me play you a sound clip. This is, I have the right one here. Okay, so this is the city council meeting in muncie indiana and here is one of the members of the public and this goes on for a little no matt has it cut down she's very not happy about this and i almost wish this was video because this woman looks like what you would expect she would look like Uh, but i'll just play it here here we go listen
3: the actions that, that ryan has taken are very embarrassing to the city of muncie at this point if you're transgender, that's fine. He is creating a conflict against some transgenders based on his post. And the fact that, you know, he's flaunting the, the minority, you know, lesbian as such, as the first council person as a lesbian. And I, I just, I don't understand why he would trash transgenders in one post and the very next day Decide that he is transgender. It creates a divide. We have transgenders all over Muncie. (laughs) And they have the right to be respected. And he has diminished some of that respect to them. And he's also diminished some of that respect to minority women.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Did you hear that, George? They got transgenders all over Muncie. Did you know that?
1: And minority women too.
0: Yeah, Can't leave them
1: out.
0: Why is he saying that to transgenders? Transgender. <laughs> <Plural. laughs>
1: transgenders. This
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> See the the beauty of this. <clears throat> excuse me. Is that Ryan Webb <laughs> did not just come out as a trans woman. He came out as a trans. Indian American uh, lesbian woman. So, as Matt Walsh said, that's at least three glass ceilings that he has broken. <laughs> Local glass ceilings, but, but broken them nonetheless. <laughs> do we... <laughs> what, what, what do you say to somebody like this woman?
1: Uh, what can you say? Well, first of all, what do you say to somebody who says transgenders? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <I> mean, <laughs> Come on, it's grandma. Helpful. It's pudding time.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 I'm like, hi, have you heard of this new phone that has the big buttons on it that you can push? <laughs>
0: Are you talking about my cricket? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold on, plug in your hover round. <laughs> Stop. Stop.
0: I'm a rascal on my little rascal. Do you remember those commercials oh. for the Rascals yes. mobility scooter? That's what they called it. It's a mobility yeah. scooter.
1: I remember Rascals, but I remember hover rounds better because hover round had the 1950s female singers going, hover round, hover round, hover round,
0: hover round. Hover <laughs> round <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, speaking no, of which,
0: speaking of which. God damn it, I wanted to do this before the show. You know what? Well, I'll talk to you about it during the break and maybe we'll have it ready for the for the second half of the show. Okay. So, we have another uh reaction to to Mrs. Webb, the new Indian American lesbian transgender woman on the Mun, uh Munsee, Indiana City Council. Let me go over to it here. Um, she is also displeased. Take a listen to this.
2: Last week, Councilperson Ryan Webb announced publicly on social media and to several news outlets that he now now identifies as a lesbian woman of color, retaining his male pronouns and bragging that he is now the first, this is a quote, LGBTQ plus woman of color to ever sit on the Delaware County Council and claiming to have shattered the local glass ceiling, (laughs) If he were serious, I'd sing his praises. But instead, I know better. We all do. I know better because of his history of making hateful anti-trans statements on social media and disrespecting one's pronouns. He has purposely and intentionally misgendered me, ridiculing my own gender identity. <laughs> That's not something transgender people do to one another. <laughs> this coffee will. <went> okay. Off. <laughs> Sorry about it
0: Sorry about the audio mess up there. Um, again, it is so too bad that this isn't video. Because this lady obviously is not a lady, and I know that you can hear it. But let me paint a word picture for you.
1: Wait, that was a lady?
0: That was a transgender woman named Charlize. Charlize Jameson. And I looked up Charlize and I saw a heavily Instagram, Snapchat filtered picture of what appeared to be a very masculine middle-aged lady with a blonde page boy and preternaturally smooth skin. Then I looked at the actual videotape that accompanied that audio you heard. And what you have in front of you is a six and a half foot tall man who is probably 300 pounds easily. You are looking at Peter Griffin in a wig. It's literally Peter Griffin in a wig, the character from Family Guy. (laughs) That's not something transgender people do to each other. That's how he knows that that he's not transgender, because if he was really a woman like I am, he wouldn't do these things to another woman. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, it is so ridiculous, you guys. Go look this up. Look this up. I just, I played that audio from you for, uh, from the Daily Mail. Yes. Just look at it. Just go look at it. Go watch it and tell me you're not busting up laughing at this guy who says he's been misgendered with his
1: fucking
0: wig on. Oh, my God. I cannot stand it. What is his name? Uh, Charlene's. And jameson I think that's spelled j a m i e s o n you look at him up
1: yeah of course i am right of well of remember that you have to make
0: little clicky noises this is radio darling they can't see your face <laughs> <laughs> so make make busy office noises in the background <laughs> you got him up yet?
1: No, because the only thing that's coming up is charlize Theron.
0: Hold on. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, that's so weird. I totally forgot about her when I was choosing my name.
1: Right. Oh god. Hold on. I might have found it. Just a sec. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> Charlie's Jamison looks like what? <laughs> Charlie's Jamison looks like <laughs> she looks like the what the woman you would think would look like um, when you would get into the taxis in New York City that went, you know, um, thank you for riding with us, and please get a receipt from the driver. <laughs> 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 it's Jamison, J A M I E S O N, because that's a regular last name.
0: Oh, did you just change your name to that? Oh, no, No, I'm looking at you in the (laughs) list. I was like, you have to switch up your gender identity right in front of everybody.
1: I sure did. Just go into the cabana
0: changing room. (laughs) Don't show everybody your bloomers.
1: Hey, if it's good enough for women's spaces, it's good enough for me.
0: (laughs) 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 It's not a space, darling. It's a dead end. That's (laughs)
1: That's
0: wrong. <laughs> okay. So, oh, so let's, yes. I'm going to let you, we're going to talk about a recent experience that you had in a theatrical production. I'm not talking about your life, but rather <laughs> that that other thing you do when you're not doing life. Um <laughs> <laughs> why don't you, I'm going to let you have the next couple of minutes to set up the backstory of this. Then we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and tell your story. So let the people know what they should be thinking about.
1: So, um, some of you, um, I think, well, I don't know. I know some of you, um, may be friends with me on, on Twitter under my genie gold, gnome de plume. And, uh, and, um, I shared yesterday, um, that, um, I shared yesterday that I w- had been doing a, um, I've been doing a piece of theater because I do theater um, as a hobby, um, that I've been doing a, a show here, gay themed musical, um, where I live, and that tell them uh, what the name was, of tell them the show. Oh yes, um, I was doing La Caja Full. Um, and uh you know very famous uh, musical from Broadway you know came out in like the early 80s, has been revived twice on Broadway um, but it's it's been very very um, very very famous uh, and it's done it's done really good business when it's ever been ever it's been on. Anyway, uh, as an actor um, uh, I was, just really excited when it, they were going to be doing it here, um, at one of the local theaters. And so I was like, this is kind of an opportunity of a lifetime to play a, a role. And so I ended up playing one of the major roles in it and yeah, it ended up and I, I don't know why, but I should have known going into it that it was going to be a nightmare. Um, just based on the world we live in now, um, I had hopes that it might not be, <laughs> um, and yeah, um, it was the worst um, the worst experience ever doing a, a show um, with a cast. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about.
0: Ah. All right. Well, that's a nice cliffhanger. I think we're actually going to take the break a little bit early and make the people wait. So grab your favorite adult beverage or other intoxicant and join us on the other side. Looking for a non-woke place to put your money where your mouth is? Put it where my mouth is. Disaffected supporters get access to our private Discord chat server, backstage episode recording sessions, surprise guests, and more. And all it takes is $10 a month. You've got two options. Either Substack, visit us at disaffectedpod.substack.com, or go over to Subscribestar.com slash Disaffected. Remember, choose the $10 level or higher for Discord access. And we're back. All right, George. So, you're doing theater, your little hobby. And it oh, was the worst.
1: We're
0: uh, no, we're, we're we're back on. Oh, yeah, the show's back on now, girl. Um, okay, I'm
1: sorry that's okay.
0: <laughs> Put your pants back on. Um, so nobody needs to see that. um so why was it the worst experience you've ever had working with a cast?
1: Well, um so the usual the the usual experience that I've had um whenever I've done theater, and I've been doing theater since I was you know, in, in school and in, in grade school and high school and then you know in college and then I took a break and then um, as an adult probably in my in my late 30s I decided to start doing community theater and um, I've really picked up over the last couple of years just doing a lot more stuff the usual um the usual experience that I've had has been you know um everyone comes together they, they there's all You know, everyone comes together and there's one goal in mind is to put the show together and and put on as best of a show as possible um, to do your best. And there's this understanding amongst the, you know, your cast members that um, when you come in, you know, everybody, everybody has stresses. Everybody, some people have jobs, some people have, but, but you leave that shit at the door just like you would at a regular job, right? Whenever you're going in, you leave your you leave your shit at home and you come in and you and you team up together and you know, uh for a for a a joint cause or a joint um goal. Right. And you work on that. And um like so much of everything now, it's it it's become you know, the bring your whole self to Can you spell um, that
0: please?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you bringing your whole of self to work?
2: Uh,
1: yes. I mean W H O L E not H-O-L-E. Although that, that
0: Although you are the whole of government. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> front hole or back hole <laughs>
0: both and bring us a wine list
1: that's right
0: <laughs> the holes of government <laughs> um
1: yeah so what i what what i'm trying to say is that like i said everybody comes together for a, a shared goal and you do it um what and everybody you know um a lot like a lot like playing a sport, um, there's there's a there's good sportsmanship that goes along with it, right? So when when you go out there and and you're and you're doing your show, there's there's backstage, there's the all right, everybody, let's go and do this. We're we're gonna do a great job. Break legs, everybody. Let's go out there and do the best show we can. Yep, and do that. Every time you're going to go do a show because you're going out and you're and you're and you're and you're doing the best. And and sometimes some shows are better than others, that sort of thing. But the thing that keeps everything going is everybody, this collective understanding that you've all got one goal in mind and you're all there together and you've all got each other's backs. Right. Yep. Um, that was not the experience I had in this production. Um And I should have known again, going into this now that it, you know, in the world we live in, in the LGBTQ queer obsessed world that we live in now, um, in the world of forced teaming, that that's what this production was going to turn into. And that's what this production was going to, um, attract.
0: Um, you know what, you know what would be helpful? Give people, give people a, like a one paragraph outline of the, of the plot of the show because I think it's going to help people understand the sort of character types that are portrayed in the show.
1: Oh, sure. So some of you may know this story well because this musical was made into a non-musical feature film several years ago known as The Birdcage with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane as the two main gay characters, the couple, but it's pretty much the same story. Um, I mean, there's definitely some changes to it, but it's pretty much the same arc, um, except with music.
0: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> um, and and describe that couple, describe the personality styles of those two main characters.
1: So um, you have the two main, in the musical that I was in, in La Caja Fall, you have the the gay couple, George, um who I played, who owns Lakaja Fall and runs it. Um it is a drag club. Um and you have uh George's partner who is Alban. Alban is the star um the drag star of um Lakaja Fall known as uh Zaza. Um and Alban is you know is the quintessential histrionic um histrionic gay character every oh everything is insane everything is really big you know it's just oh my god life's falling apart you know um and again if you've seen the birdcage that's Nathan Lane's character he yeah. does it really well you know the Pyrrhon tablets right you know it's like <laughs> everything yeah it's hilarious La Cage Fault is a farce. Yeah. It's meant to be funny. Um and uh, and again George the 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 character, the Robin Williams character um is <laughs> for for lack of a better term, the straight man in the show. And what I mean by that is he's the glue that holds everything together. He's the I have to deal with all the crazy that's going on around me and try to make everybody happy. And by trying to make everybody happy, nobody's happy.
0: Um, and so you're definitely it. cast against type. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's funny. I'm like
1: delete block.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 uh
1: Uh, Well, you know, of course, my husband Clay is like, um, you know, you're Alban in our
0: relationship. (laughs) I was going to go there, but I'm glad you got there first. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, you and and I were talking about the. Well, we've been talking about this for most of the run of the show. And you were telling me how. Well, first of all, all the all the press around. You got good reviews. The show got good reviews. You personally got great reviews. But some of the local press was characterizing the produ- this production of La Cage Full as if it were being mounted under duress, as if they had to climb over broken bones and bloody bodies in order to, to fly the queer flag and allow this this piece of queer theater to be to be staged.
1: Well, and that's what's so funny, right? I mean, that's, again, this echoes conversations and, and discussions you've had on the show and you've had with other people, uh, within, uh, the discord, right. You know, we're living in this world where it's like, oh my God, people want to eradicate us. We're under threat. All of these things are happening. Look at this. The queer community is, is being targeted. And yet, you know, the the headline of one of our major newspapers in town that did this big thing on us and a couple other shows that were going on, queer themed shows that were going on in other theaters, was, you know, under duress, queer theater still, still manages to get done. And I'm like, yeah, which means we're not under duress. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it's that, right? It's like, do you understand that the, there's a contradiction in your own like headline like that's ridiculous nobody's under duress and i have to explain like here's a perfect way to talk about what happened from the very beginning of this show when i when i first started going into into rehearsals okay so we all come together for the first rehearsal. We all sit around in a circle. This is very common when you first, you know, uh, go into rehearsals for a show and everybody introduces themselves, yada, yada. Of course, pronouns are flying everywhere for this because it's, it's full of, you know, local drag artists who are playing, you know, the drag show, the kajals yeah. as known in the show. Um, you know, there are a couple of them who literally refer to themselves as activists um and i believe them (laughs) uh uh, and uh there is there is the the main character of the show who you know isn't is is a nice is a nice guy personally but you know is doing a show uh i mean is was part of that show on discovery plus called generation drag we Mm -hmm. all know that talked about it um and that was how they marketed the show. It was, you know, starring, you know, this person who is part of Generation Drag. You know, it was that it was a huge thing. There were jokes made off stage. Oh, we're gonna invite all these kids to come to the show, yada yada yada. Oh really. Um there was there was oh there was a joke by by there was a joke by the marketing person who was like, We're gonna groom the fuck out of them.
0: They oh that's, a- that's just hysterical, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they thought it was. We'll convert your children. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's smile. all out
0: of love. We're doing it out of love.
1: But, but here's the thing. So we 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 start rehearsals, and then a couple weeks into rehearsals, the um, the director of the theater, who I actually really like, um, uh, he's the 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 executive director of the, the theater. Um he, he comes in and he's and he basically tells us how the theater is spending this money to make sure that we are safe doing this show.
0: Spending what, what money they, on what?
1: Wait, wait, that's what I'm going to explain. Okay. So, they've paid for a nearby parking lot across the theater so that we can all park in the same place together. That's going to have 24 hours surveillance. Um, (laughs) They don't want anybody. They don't want anybody leaving the shows at night, like after 10 o'clock alone, make sure you're traveling with a partner because we don't know what could happen.
0: There could be. people. Are you serious?
1: Yes. I'm not making this up.
0: But they are, they are, they are literally Create, they're writing a fiction. This is not real. They're deliberately creating the perception, the emotional atmosphere of danger.
1: Yes, yes. And of course, everybody in this cast is so, I mean, they're just, they're orgasmic about it. It's, it's, that's what this is, you know, it's, it's that cult thing, right? Where you're just like, "Ah, give me more Kool Aid. Yeah. And, um, of course, I'm sitting here during this whole thing, going, "What the fu- What? You know, I'm I'm sure nobody. I know you, no one can see me, but I'm doing this facial expression for you, Josh, because it's like I'm sitting here with this like perplexed look on my face. Like, what world do you live in? What are you talking about? You know? Um, so, and that's it. It's the world of their own making in their head. That's the world they're living in. It's not reality.
0: Um, and, and how how bizarre thing- is it, how bizarre is it for people like us in our 40s, gay men mm-hmm. who remember a different era when things were yeah. more, actually uh, more dangerous for us uh, than they are today. It is astonishing to watch people who are benefiting from the... From the change in, in in society that has made it much easier yes. to be an out gay person, now an out freak, an out pedophile. You know, everybody can just be out about all their stuff. Right. We remember the times when there was a greater risk of, of having the snot kicked out of you for being gay. And we're looking at these young people who don't appreciate that that is not a danger anymore and they want it it strikes me george it's the, it seems to be part of the same thing that i think is going on with the larger society this this entire generation well actually no actually not this entire generation i think it started with the baby boomers it continued with the gen xers it continued with the millennials and on and on and on everybody wanted to have a part in a Big, important thing like World War II or the civil rights struggles of the 60s. Right. These are our foundational, modern mythological stories in America. Right. And everybody wants to play a big old part in history. So I think people are simply making up a drama out of nothing simply so they can they can contemplate looking back on this with their grandchildren and say, I was here for the gender wars.
1: Yes. It's the struggle du jour. hmm Yes, absolutely.
0: In with In your chips. grocer's
1: freezer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now with chucks. I know. You know what? There's more to this story. And we're going to well, pick so it up much. in the next episode. But I want to leave off here with another cliffhanger. It was something you said to me earlier today when we were talking about doing this recording. And you said, I am so piqued on so many fronts i am not the same person i was five years ago joshua and that really rang with me because i don't think i'm the same person i was five years ago either um but we're gonna let that we're gonna let that sit here uh thank you all for listening to disaffected by the way If you like this and you want to see the backstage version, we're actually recording this on Discord so that all the members, the paying subscribers who support the show, uh, can watch the the behind-the-scenes stuff. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, go over to disaffectedpod.substack.com and subscribe, or go over to our other platform, subscribestar.com disaffected and if you choose the ten dollar a month level or higher you get discord access plus access to all the premium content such as members only subscribers only articles that get posted up there as well as invitations to our uh our hangouts uh and right now we're actually going through the miniseries feud betty and joan an eight-part miniseries and i have to schedule up episode three coming up so again this has been disaffected we'll see you next time